Good morning, welcome to Emmett Audio. So we're at the time of year where, uh, again, I'm facing a window similar to the window when I, um, similar to the window that I face at the end of October each year when I'm pivoting to the Christmas tree farm in November, where I have dwindling time and I have to start making hard choices about what I have time for and what I don't. As opposed to saying, okay, well, let's, you know, it's not off the list. It's just kicked further down in time, which is what I do with things the rest of the year. But I have these two times where I have this shrinking time window. And the one now is that people want, uh, people want bales of greens to tie wreaths. And I have, and, and some, to some extent they want wreaths as well. And I have a shrinking amount of time in which to do that for them. Because frankly, my time is basically full. And so when I'm looking at when can I help them, it's usually later than they would like to be helped. And it's, it's tempting for me to just try and accommodate them immediately so that it's off my plate. And in the past, I've done that. I've done more of that. And I find that, you know, that, that makes them happy, but it actually makes me more stressed because I've, they're off my plate, but now I have even less time to get done the things that I need to get done. And, you know, it's come back to bite me in in some circumstances where I'll sell a bale of balsam to somebody. And that means that I don't have quite enough to tie all the reeds that I can tie, which means I don't have quite as many reeds to sell as I might have, which means it's actually money out of my pocket. And, you know, you sometimes you make that judgment call because you figure a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. But, right, the guaranteed sale of a bale of balsam that could turn into four to six wreaths uh, is better than making those six wreaths and maybe not selling them. But, uh, you know, what I found is that, especially early in the season, um, all those wreaths, every wreath I can find time to make will sell. So it all comes down to boundaries, right? It all comes down to telling someone, look, I'm sorry, can't help you. The earliest I can help you is uh, is this date. Does that work for you? And I'm trying to get better at that because, frankly, that's what needs to happen: is like holding that protective bubble around myself of equanimity. And it's tricky because sometimes equanimity comes from not letting things pile up. Right? That's what helping somebody immediately in the moment with whatever I have on hand would do. Uh, But not if it comes at the expense of me being on top of my stuff. So, you know, I think it's just a case of uh, the particulars matter. So when I was in college, I talked about him a lot. Peter Gadsby was the registrar, made a big impression on me. He's probably the most influential thing that happened to me in college was going to the registrar and he was the only person I dealt with where when you went to him with a, a, with a request for help, he would help you immediately in real time right then. 
right? So if you needed something, you would sit at his desk and he would talk to you about it and he'd make phone calls and print things out and have people run things over to the next office over to get a signature, right? It's like he did everything that needed to happen so that when you stood up half an hour later and walked away, you were done and he was done. And he didn't have anything on his plate. I mean, I'm sure he had lots of stuff on his plate, but he didn't have anything on his plate from you. And that made a huge impression on me. And it's, I've, it's been how I've tried to live my life, is get things done so they're not hanging over me. Now, of course, I fail. I've got plenty of things hanging over me, but it helps tremendously to try and live that way. But in this instance, living that way is the wrong way to go about it because in the example of going to see him as a registrar, he had two options. One is he could just deal with the thing right now or he could talk to me, make some notes, do the thing, then get back to me, right? There's a lot more sort of back and forth. But he wasn't, aside from his time, uh, he wasn't giving me resources that he had already spent time on, whereas, and that were earmarked for something else. Whereas what I would be doing if I were to give somebody reads or bales of greens that were for somebody else that I'd already earmarked for something else is that I'd be shifting their problem onto myself. And it's stressful. I, I spent a lot of yesterday feeling stressed out because uh, people had reached out and wanted stuff. And, it, you know, I don't want to feel stressed out when people reach out and ask for things. I typically don't. don't want people to think that I feel stressed when you ask me for something. I feel grateful that people want what I make. But in this particular instance, right, it was like, uh, I realized that the fault was in me, that I needed to have better boundaries and be able to save them. You know, the earliest I can do this is this time. Does that work for you? And, and typically, um, Typically, people are fine when you hold those boundaries. That's the thing that I have to keep reminding myself of, is that people respect boundaries that you have, especially if you respect them. Um, and, that, and that maintaining those boundaries is an important part of living your life in a way where you're enjoying yourself and not feeling oppressed by things that are happening to you. And I think that feeling of oppression of things happening to you can be in all sorts of ways. I think we need healthy boundaries around ourselves uh, in all sorts of ways, right? Deciding how much of the world's news you're going to take in every day. Um, the other day I found myself listening to some podcast that was like a news podcast and I was like you know what this is not helping me right now it's not helping my mood this is not helping my energy level this is not helping my sense of being centered and grounded in my own life I'm gonna listen to something else and that was tremendously helpful um you know it was interesting it felt important A lot of things that come at you 
feel interesting and important. And yet they... And yet they need to stay outside the boundary of yourself. You need, they need to stay outside that bubble. So that you can maintain your equanimity. With that in mind, I'm going to stop talking and go enjoy the rest of this walk. Thank you for listening. Talk tomorrow.